Hey. All right. How's that? Uh, I think it's good. All right. Yeah. I'm seeing nothing but white bars on your on the internet connection, which which is my internet connection, but it's got your name next to it. Okay. Yeah. No, I think we're good. Okay. Well, let, let's start over. I don't know what the hell we said in this last bit. Um, we had a little bit of tef- technical difficulties, everybody. Yeah, my, I'm sure it was on my side. No, no, I it was prob- just just the world. No, nah, no, nah, it was on my side. I I did not uh, restart my computer. Uh, I kind of I, I keep my PC running pretty much probably more than I should. So it probably needed a uh, restart. Well, there you go. Well, we're here. We're back. It's been two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. Episode 95 coming at you. Yes, we are recording. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. All right, how's it going, buddy? Good. It's good to see you, bro. <laughs> it's good to see you too, man. So I, we'll repeat again. Big news: your uh, your game just came out. Yeah, yeah. WWE 2K23 uh, officially launched yesterday, uh, Friday, uh, March seventeenth, and uh, reviews are good, um, and mostly good. You know, I think I think I mentioned before. You know that the the last time i checked the, the metacritic was hovering it was like an 83 82 mm-hmm. um, with like 60 plus reviews in so you know it's always a good thing to see that you know the year spent and all the hard work on developing the game that you know the fans are enjoying it um the critics seem to agree and so that's always a good thing and uh it definitely helps as far as uh as we move forward to the next one. Right. If there is a next one, you know, not really sure. Officially hasn't been announced, but but yeah, it's it's always a good time, you know. And I was playing it earlier today. Uh biased for sure, but I think it's fucking great. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's awesome. When you're when you're looking at when your game comes out and you're looking at the Metacritic or whatever, are you reading reviews and seeing what people like and don't like? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I, I give myself time. Like, like, honestly, like I've read a couple of reviews that have come out. Um, but it's, I mean, it's the first week, right. Or, yeah. you know, like I said, it just came out yesterday. Um, so I like to give it time to get all the reviews kind of in place. Cause I'm sure that our metacritical will go up potentially could potentially go down, but kind of wait for a wide, a wider swath of reviews to come in and then I'll go in and I'll read more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, yeah, you absolutely have to go and just kind of see what people dig, what they don't. And, uh, you know, course, correct mm-hmm. moving forward. But, uh, but yeah, that's great. I feel man. good. I feel good. Congratulations. You know, back, you know, coming off of the tonsillitis, like I, I feel really good. So, um, and, and I've just, I've got so much stuff in my head as far as work goes. Mm-hmm things I need to do still, you know, and I'm like, fuck, like, it just never ends, you know, but it's because I care, you know? Yeah. 
But it's good though. It's good. It's good to have an off button, man. I know. I know. I need to um, find mine. I was just listening to, or not just. I saw it a long time ago. There's this clip of Akon. I think he's on. It's not the Breakfast Club. What's the other one with uh, fucking Ebro and um... Ebro? What the fuck is an Ebro? Isn't that that dude's name? The radio, the New York radio DJ. Uh, I don't know. I, I know the Breakfast Club. I'm, I'm so at, outside the scene at this point. I have no idea. I know the Breakfast Club, but uh, I don't know anybody else. It's Hot 97. I Wait, thought that was the Breakfast Club. Is that the Breakfast Club? I don't know. Fuck the other one with. Uh, I thought his name was Ebro. Anyway, is he on the Breakfast Club? Maybe no, he's no, like it's, one of the... it's not the Breakfast Club. It's not. Well, oh. I, guess, I guess it's still the same radio station. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Akon was on. Is a long time ago, or not that a few years ago, and he was talking about when he made that song with Eminem, Smack That, and he was saying he was like, yeah, it was crazy because you know most rappers are always like, I'm always in the studio, blah blah blah. blah. And Akon was like, yeah, so I go in and, you know, the number one rapper or whatever, and I go in to work with him and he's like, I figured I'd just show up at seven o'clock at night. It'd be an evening session. We'd be there all night. And I show up, I get in the studio and I'm like, all right, I'm here to work. Where's M? And they're like, he, he left. So he calls him. He's like, Hey, where you at? He's like, oh, I left. <laughs> and he goes, why? He goes, I'll be there in the morning. I'll be there at 9am. So Akon hangs around for a bit, comes back at 9am. M shows up on time. It's 9am. And at noon, he goes, I'm going to go take a lunch break. And Akon's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go get lunch. He's like, are you, you hungry? Are you going to eat? He's like, no, I'll be here. He's like, okay. He goes out for lunch for an hour. He comes back at one. Akon has like the hook and like, you know, some of the song. And M's like, oh, that's it. This is the, he gets in the booth. He's like halfway through his verse. Five o'clock hits. He stops like mid-sentence. He's like, all right, I'm going to go. I'll see you later. I'll see you tomorrow. And he's like, uh, don't you, don't you want to finish the thing? He's like, no, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'll see you at 9 a.m. <laughs> and he just treats it like a nine to five job. And and uh, it's just so smart because you know that it's going to consume you. And it's like, you either set the boundaries or you don't. And the only way to not get burnt out is to set those boundaries. That is Wow. Yeah, and I feel like from one of the greatest rappers of all time, and I, certainly one of the most successful anybody anywhere, it's impressive. I was I was gonna say the same thing. The fact that it was Eminem and not some other Jamoke. Yeah. Who, <laughs> yeah, who nobody yeah. knows. Fucking Lord like, no. Jamar or whatever. <laughs> Still going at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, this is this is my process. Like I'm here nine to five. I do working with you. I'm doing the the music. But yeah, it's like there's a divide. Work and then life. I got a life. Yeah. This is a job. Yeah. This is a job. Yeah. Oh, well, props to, to Eminem about that. I definitely need to uh, adhere more to that because I don't know. I, I'm i constantly, if I'm not working, just thinking about work. Yeah. Which starts to fuck with me mentally. Yeah. Where I wish I could just say, okay, no. Yeah. Like, I will deal with that when I'm on the clock. But I'm, I kind of feel that I'm perpetually on the clock. Yeah. And I need, and I've always been like that. And I'm not sure. I think I think I'm pretty sure it goes back to like you know uh, some deep rooted issues that have developed in me as a, as a kid, mm -hmm. and my issues of uh, uh, my self confidence issues, sure. where I just I I constantly feel I need to be. Um, I was gonna say burying myself. It's not burying myself, but proving that I belong. Yeah. Here. Yeah. 
And and some of that some of that is helpful. Like having some of that is is good because it forces you to you're going to work harder. You're going to push. You're going to it's well, it could be better. Like that mentality, but yeah, then also trying to find like some. But it can also be bad. Yeah, you know, what you, I mean? need, Where, you just you need to contain it. It's like yeah, it's useful for a thing, and then it needs to just it live in this little house. And then when I go in the house, it's there. And then when I leave the house, it's not coming with. It's me. not. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I need to do. Yeah, but I, I get. Need, it. I need to build a house for myself in my mind. Totally, I get it. Like yeah. even just like as a as a business owner, like I constantly have to work. I have to sing for my meals. Like I'm constantly like, Hey, let's, let's do it. But I just recently, uh, stopped working on Sundays altogether. Like I was like, I need at least one day. I was going to say, yeah, it's, yeah. You need a day. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, even like people will email me or text me, uh, on Sundays and I'll be like not responding. Or if they keep texting, they'll be, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. And that's yeah. it. Like, it'll yeah. be like, Oh, you, you, can you send me that? Cause there's some people I just send, like nutrition and workouts. Like I just email them plans and they're like, Oh, could you send it to me? Cause like, but if they don't pay me before the week is up, I'm not going to do it if I'm not getting paid. So I just be like, no, I'll do it on Monday. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I thought I could get it now. I was like, I don't work on Sunday. Yeah. That's it. The Can't. services of Graham Baker are, we are closed on this day. That's right. The offices so are closed for today. the Monday. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and it's, yeah, it's the thing, like if you like always make yourself available and then people expect that too, like, oh, come on, B, just go ahead and, and do it. Like, uh, yeah. no, yeah. no. Yeah. I need to do better with that. It's hard. And especially like in this country, like our whole identity is like produce, do something, work. You have to work so much. Yeah. And that's how I feel about myself. Like, I, I mean, here I am 43 years old. And I have, I have put the job and my career above everything else mm. where that is for me, like the most important thing. And I need, and cause I was thinking about this a couple of days ago or yesterday, actually, where it's like, I need, I need to really, you know, strive for a better balance of work and life because I haven't given any value to the life side of things. Right. It's just the job. And I love my job. Sure. But I, 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 I want to get to a situation where I, I love my professional life and I also love my personal life. Mm -hmm. And right now, those two things are not uh, simpatico. Yeah. And I need to work on that. Yeah. It's, it's good. I mean, it's at least you know things you, you have. It's cool. Like you have things that you love and you know things that you can work on. That's like all you could ever hope for. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. I have, I have things I can like goals and things I enjoy. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Most people don't know. It's one, shit. It, it, it's one thing to recognize it, but then so that's the first step. <laughs> yeah, the second yeah, step yeah. is to actually uh, enact it yeah. and make that into action. Yeah. And that's the part that I need to start doing. It's hard. Yeah. Speaking of that the other day, so like, you know, with Grace and I, we have a routine, like the same things happen basically at the same time every day. Um, and that's part of the reason, like he feels so calm here. Like he knows what's coming. Everything's cool. And like, we'll have crazy fun in the, in that structure. But like, so, you know, five o'clock, I start making dinner five 30 to six. Then we start eating depending on what, dinner, how long it takes me to make dinner. And then by like seven, seven 15, like we're done eating. And then we have a race up the stairs to get up here and then 
will like lay on my bed and he'll be on his iPad and I'm like on my phone or whatever. And the other day, this last Thursday, Wednesday, last Wednesday, I, um, we run up the stairs, we get on the bed, we're laying there and I, I take out a notebook and I'm writing like a list of things. And, uh, he's like, what are you doing? And I said, Oh, I told him, I was like, I'm writing down the things I need to do. And he's like, why? And I said, well, I've gotten fat and I don't like being fat. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. It's not good for my job. It's not good for my health. And, uh, I said that happened cause I got lost. I got lost in like just everything I was doing. And I told him like the, the best way to find your way back is to make, draw a map. So I said, this yeah. is my map and this is, this is what I'm going to eat. And this is my workouts. This is everything I'm doing. So I don't have to guess. I just follow this map and then I'll get to where I want to go. And he was like, oh, cool. And the next morning I drop him off at school and I'm like, all right, bye-bye. I love you. He says, I love you. And he goes, oh, don't forget your map is on your dresser upstairs. I was like, thanks, man. So I, oh. yeah. So I, I go home. I follow the map. I pick him up from school. He gets in the car. I ask him how his day. It's good. Blah blah blah. And he's like, "How'd you do on your map today?" And I was like, "I did good, man. I did well." Same thing the next morning. So he's like, really invested. Like he wants me to yeah. succeed, which is well, amazing. Of yeah, because yeah. he, because he, because you know, you're you're his father. Yeah, just like yeah, of course he wants you to succeed. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's so awesome. It is. It felt so good. And I was, and it's like I, and I made it a point to like never put it on him. Like I never say like make sure I do that. No, this shit is yeah, mine. Like, yeah. but but he's like to ha have him cheering me on is really cool. But it's also like huge accountability. Well, now I can't fuck around. Like yeah. he, he's watching, so it's like I have right, exactly. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he knows about the map <laughs> yeah, and yeah. about the goals. Yeah. <laughs> and and first of all, you're you're not fat, brother. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm fat. I hide it well. You uh, you might not I'm motherfucking jigglypuff want to be. Yeah, but you're not fat. I mean, it's I'm a, looking at you right now. Oh, thank I'm you, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, fucking Brendan Fraser in the whale or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Let's, let's put some respect on the, on the term <laughs> fat. All right, you're not that. But I'm, I'm, I'm significantly overweight, and I'm, I'm out of shape in, in, in where I like to be. And, and it's like I'm, I'm not. There's no judgment. Like that started with stress and depression, and then like a fucking bunch of injuries just over and over and over, and then yeah. it just put me in a weird mental state where I just haven't been consistent with my diet. I've been pretty good with my workouts. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, you work. I mean, your job is physical. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I shitting mean, on myself when I say I'm fat. It's just like it's a reality. I got a bit fat. Like you know, it's it's uh, um, you know, my my friend. Oh, I didn't I she's pregnant. Oh no way. Yeah. Who's the dude? Uh, her boyfriend. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> and good, uh, good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. Very good guy. Yeah. I like him a lot. And um, we were all hanging out the other day, and she was like, "Oh my god, I just keep getting so fat," and he. And he, his name's Darren. He was like, um, he's like, don't say that. And I'm like, no, 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 she's fat. She's good. look at look how fat she is. <laughs> <laughs> and then even before I left, I was like, all right, I'll see you later, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. You can't take shit too seriously, man. That's <laughs> just, that real friendship. Jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just jokes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love her to the moon and back, man. There's no. No problem. Uh, well, congrats to congrats, congrats, I. Yeah, that's awesome. Does she know what she's having? Is it a baby? Or... <laughs> it's, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I, it's a boy. I figured it, yeah. I figured it wasn't gonna be like a hand. You never know. I don't, like that. That'd be fucked yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a boy. 
Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. When yeah. she when she do? Um know? what it would have to be like what is what is it? March? It's March right now, yeah. So like I don't know, maybe maybe June? Something like that. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh shit. That's yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up. She's yeah, like five yeah. or six months in. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Don't really crazy. It. Yeah, 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 pretty wild. Nice. Yep. So, how how much do you weigh right now? If you don't mind me asking. No, I don't mind. Uh, one ninety. Normally, I'm one sixty. Your normal walking around is one sixty. Yeah. You're the same height as me, though, right? Like, you what are you five ten? No, I'm five eight. Five eight. Yeah. Nah, you're I'm five, five eight. Bro. I'm five eight. You're five ten. I'm, I wish I was five ten. Pete. I've 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 been in your oh, presence. Fuck, B. for a lot of years. Uh, say it slower. Always... Turn, turn the lights down. Say it slower in a deeper voice. Oh, I'm in space, man. <laughs> like, this is this is this is as dim as it gets. <laughs> now I'm five uh, eight. I'm five eight. We've all well, but every time I've been in, you know around you, like we always. I stand on my know, tippy toes every, every time. I stand on my tippy toes. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like a giraffe. I got a real long neck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm five eight, and normally I'm one sixty, one sixty five. Like, um, yeah, right now one ninety. Okay. Yeah, right. and it's not that big of a deal. Like, I, I can drop ten pounds in a month. It's not like crazy. It's just, I mean, you you also got it. muscle on you though, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I thought I thought okay, yeah, one sixty just seems kind of light. Like when you said one ninety, I'm like, yeah, that tracks because I'm I'm one ninety. I hover anywhere between like one eighty five. Yeah, so you're five ten, but yes, yeah, so the, the weight is like kind of whatever. But I'd say like my body fat percentage, like where I normally am or where I like to be, is around like ten to twelve percent body yeah. fat. And then I think I feel I haven't measured it, but I feel like I'm like twenty percent right now. You feel okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The feel, the feel is real. Yeah, because I know within myself, like when I'm carrying more weight than I'm that is normal. Yeah, and I also feel that too. Yeah. Um, so I get you on the, on the feel of it all. Yeah. And I don't like, and, and when I'm looking at myself, I'm like, oh, this, I don't like the way this looks. And it's like, you know, pool season, pool party season is coming up and I don't want to not go and I don't want to feel weird and all that. So it's like, all right, I, this, I got to get to work. And, and I just don't, I don't like the way I feel. I don't like it. And my clothes don't fit. So you got, you got a lot of, you got a lot of, a lot of pool parties uh, on the docket. Coming no, up no, but, you attend. no, but when, <laughs> when I decline, cause I don't like to leave my house when I decline, I want it to be just because I'm a hermit, not because I don't feel comfortable okay. <laughs> in my skin. Right. I got you. Yeah. I, I was, I, I, I've never liked how I look without my clothes on. Really? <laughs> never, never. I, 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 I'm the dumpster fire. Really? I've I mean, never been, been in great shape ever since I've known you. What, what don't you I, like? everything really i hate i hate so i've got this thing about um mirrors mm-hmm. in general i hate looking at myself wow. in the mirror like it's like a like serious like actual dysmorphia like you just, yeah, yeah yeah i, I don't like it like and i i force myself to like when i leave the house only just to make sure i, I don't have any boogers in my nose or anything <laughs> like that but like yeah like getting like i hate seeing myself naked i just wow like, no, I, I, I what, what do the ladies I, say? I'm sure they, they think you look good naked. I don't ask. I don't want to know Interesting. their opinions. <laughs> Interesting. I don't, I don't, I don't ask. I don't want to know. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I've always hated looking at myself no kidding. in the mirror. Yeah. I fucking hate it, man. Huh? Never, you're a really good looking dude. With... You got a, you're in good shape. You got a good body. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it's, that's a quirk of mine. No, I get it. I, I, I found a 
Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, just so you know, you're a very handsome man and you're in good shape and, you know. I, that, I, no, you ain't got to say all that. I, I'm, I, I'm, it's true. It's true. But uh, it's funny because I found a picture of me from like a year and a half ago when I was in like really, really good shape. And I was like, God damn, look at me. Look at me. And at the time, I didn't think I, I looked very good. But looking at these pictures, like, oh, fuck, I look good. What was wrong with me? What was wrong with me? I've seen a bunch of pictures. Like, you, you've sent me, like, uh, before and after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures of you. And I'm like, dude, you fucking shredded, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... But at the time, I just figured... I knew I had lost weight, but that was kind of like, eh, that's fine. But now I look I'm like, oh, I had, like, muscle and uh, definition. But at the time, I, I didn't I didn't realize it. Yeah, well... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting, man. That's interesting. Because you've always yeah. been fit, though, right? Uh, I mean, I, I strive to be For like most of your you life. Know, like you've I mean, ever since I've known you, you've been in good shape. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I strive to be a bit. I mean, I, I've always been on the, um, I've always been striving to look a certain way. Yeah. And I've never, I've, I, I've never felt that I've achieved that. Really? Yeah. What's the, what's the thing that you don't think you're achieving? I'll, I'll tell you what um, mine is too. No, no, you go, go. What, what's yours? So when I think of like what I want to look like, there's. An issue of X Men by Jim Lee, where they're all at the pool, and oh. <laughs> oh, and, geez, yeah. and I know that and Cyclops is standing there and he's got his fucking chest with like a little bit of chest hair, and I'm like that. That's what I want to look like, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I want to look like. <laughs> all right, now, now we now love Jim Lee, and I and I know the issue that you're referencing because I think I have that in my collection. Yeah, I'm sure I do. Yeah, you know that's a drawing. Bro, <laughs> I, but who cares? It's a good. It's good. It's 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 a drawing. Uh, okay, okay, fine. And, and then second to that, the second time I had like, like the oh shit, that's the body I want. Uh, it's Brad Pitt in Snatch, like Fight Club, obviously, but like oh, yeah, Snatch yeah. Brad because he was a little more muscular. It's like yeah. God damn, he looks fucking good. That's what I want. That's a good benchmark. Yeah, yeah I've always I've always wanted to just look like uh, like like Tupac. I got you. you know, he, I got you. He's always, you know, rock the, the white beaters and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just always wanted to have a body that would look good wearing a white beater. I'm sure you do. And the thing is, is that I don't even own any white beaters. <laughs> I don't wear white beaters. Just in theory. I just want to be able just, to. Yeah, just, just I'm theory. sure you could be like, you. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I, I, I just, I don't. Yeah. I don't like looking at myself. Man. I get it, man. I, I do understand that. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I'm all I'm all fucked up in the head. We all are all fucked up in the head, man. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. We are all fucked up in the head. That's the <laughs> song. That's the next hit. All right, I'm that's down. That's the next hit. <laughs> Speaking of hits, on the, the way drive home today, I was listening to uh, the Grey album uh, from uh, Danger Mouse, the, the Jay-Z remix stuff. Yeah, Jay-Z and the Beatles, right? Yeah, goddamn, man. That shit's so good. It's just so so. I haven't so heard, good. man. I haven't, I haven't heard that album in fucking years. Oh, man, damn. I I should look into re-downloading that. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can listen to the whole thing too, for free. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I I, I can't listen can't, to you, stuff on YouTube because oh, I can't yeah. work out with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you can't. Cause the turn thing off with YouTube, you can't turn off your phone. Yeah. yeah, and then the commercials and all that. Yeah. Well, at least that particular video didn't have any ads in it. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, but yeah, I. Yeah, because you can't get it anywhere. Because oh, shoot that! To, shoot me, shoot me the link okay. in the uh, okay. in the the chat text, so I can. Right. I'll listen to it while I'm working. Yeah, it's oh man, it's just so good. Because I, you know, I make like all my playlists are basically for working out, 
and I'd have I have this like boom bap playlist for workouts and then like it's got a bunch of Jay-Z stuff in it like some of the you know more upbeat harder stuff and something from the black album came on and then it made me think about the the, the danger album, mouse man. one and I was like that's that's what I really want to listen to what and, the fuck is umbap that's the name of your boom playlist? bap boom bap that's what I said boom bap boom bap boom bap yeah boom 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 or boom 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 bap. Oh, boom bap. <laughs> oh, I thought you said, I thought, I thought you were saying with like, you with a you. Boom bap. I'm like, what the fuck is a boom bap? This is a really cool German style. You don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. You're just not hip. The style is of the boom bap. <laughs> yeah, it's about umlaut uh, workout. Um, the great album. That was so funny, man. I We just kept, I thought, because I couldn't tell if you were saying mm or boom, because I'm not looking at you. I'm looking for the gray album link to send yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, I kept, I kept hearing a you like boom bop. Yeah, boom bap, boom bap, boom bap. Yeah, I'm still I'm still bumping my no limit playlist when I work out. Yeah, with a, occasional uh, diversions into uh, corrupt with uh, the streets of the mother. Mm, I love that. Um, and when I had my last boxing lesson, which was a couple weeks ago, uh, my trainer Charles he put on. Uh, dog food the dog pounds per se oh yeah which i hadn't heard in fucking years yeah. and you can't buy because you know since snoop took yeah. over death row and i think i i, I remember some reading something some recently for streaming now some yeah some of it is coming more available again but like i want to i want to buy that digitally so i can yeah listen to it at the gym because he he started playing i'm like oh, fuck i heard this album in years it's great and i'm like this shit fucking not yeah man. yeah they were really on to something man like that, just that whole G Funk era was just so crazy. It was, yeah. For a time, it was like nothing but hits, man. Yeah, nothing but hits. Yeah, uh, and, and because like so much is sampling, just really amazing funk and soul. It's like it's great. It's it's built in greatness. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and Daz, you know, Ugh. as a producer, really I feel doesn't doesn't get the props that he deserves. I agree for all the shit that he's done. Yeah, I uh, agree. I'm sure if he was probably here on this podcast, he'd say, "Oh, don't worry about me. My 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 bank account is yeah. just fine." Like, yeah, I think he'd also I'm, be like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah, man, he's he's he was. I, I sent it to you in the chat. Um, All right, yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, he was so. He still is. I mean, he's just great. He still is. Yeah, yeah, Dad's. I mean, his fucking his his production was fucking on point, dude. Yeah. Like fucking love that yeah you know what else i i listened to a, like a month or two ago did you ever hear or i re-listened to it. i used to listen to it all the time it's daz the daz record he did with jermaine dupree no really no uh, they did an album together they did a whole fucking album together b it's awesome i mean it's just daz rapping so it's like you're not looking you're not expecting like super lyrical stuff you're just i think that's as fine as a rapper too no, it's like, no, I, he's fine i, I, I have, don't expect super i have no deep lyricism from that that's what i'm saying like i have i like daz but i have no but you know you're just not going to hear like the content is one it's very narrow band of like yeah. it's money or girls and that's it um it's a Enemies, great record yeah. it's a great record uh what is it is it called so so gangster i think it's called so so gangster oh no when did that come out uh 2000 seven oh shit something that like fell that? well that fell between the cracks i had no idea wow, i'm shocked you didn't know about that yeah i can't i, I would have brought this up a long time ago if i knew yeah I, I, it's a great record it's you know it's like although super clean I see, 
if I see the album cover, I'll be like, oh, that fucking album. It's like him sitting on like a throne and he's got like uh, Scarface type clothing on, you know, typical. Well, of course he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. But it's got, you know, just that super clean Jermaine Dupree and Daz production and, uh, you know, just Daz rapping his ass off the whole time. It's great. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, okay. it's great. I'll have to research that one. Maybe I'll buy that instead of dog food that's available. They're probably both pretty cheap, I would imagine. Yeah, I can, you can't buy dog food on. Uh, oh, you can't buy the MP3, at least not yet. Oh, that's some bullshit. Because again, death row. Yeah, Snoop, this whole thing. Because I was trying to get doggy style. Wanted to get the MP3 of that. Yeah, I and heard, you just can't. I heard him say that he wants to do like a death row streaming service, and I'm like, don't do that, dude. Don't. Yeah, no, no. It, nobody's gonna pay for just death row. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Because honestly, and I mean, look. Death Row in their heyday was fucking dope, but the, a in terms of, of artists, <laughs> a handful of artists, and honestly, only a handful of albums that you really want to revisit. Yeah, and I'm not paying extra money no. just to revisit those. No, I mean shit. Come to come, you know, worst come to worst, I'll just go into my uh, my garage and I'll I'll fish out my my yeah. CDs and just burn them onto my PC and yeah. you know transfer them over that way. And it's like I get it. You know, like as an artist who has music available, like it's streaming sucks. It really, really sucks. Um, I, I don't know what the answer is. I just know that like not having your music out is significantly worse. Yeah, yeah. And if, if exactly. unless every artist takes their music off, it, there wouldn't be change anyway. So it's like I don't know. Yeah, but speaking of, you know, since I've been doing these boring gear reviews, my my music streaming has shot up. And uh, I had like, oh, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, I had like seven or 10,000 streams over the last like month or two. Made, is, that, like, is that like, is that on a particular platform? All the, all the, yeah, okay. it, I, I didn't, it might break it down. I didn't look. Oh, it does, but I didn't look. Um, got like 50 bucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> for, for, for 10,000 streams. I got like $50. <laughs> so that's, you know, when you're th talking about like how bad streaming sucks, that's how bad it sucks. Wow! Hey, yeah. hey, fifty dollars is fifty dollars. You know sure, I mean? for things that I <laughs> that I worked extremely I, I hard know. on. I know, and I know. and you know, Spotify who did nothing, uh, they get all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I use title, but still. And and then they tipped you out with fifty dollars. Like there you go. Hey man, thank thanks for thanks for the work. Here's fifty bucks. There you go, Mister Banker. Here's, yeah. 50, here's a fifty for you. Yeah. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe take twenty five of that and put it in your in your statements account. Yeah, and then go go <laughs> splurge with the other twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself a nice uh, pizza from uh, Papa John's with pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I heard uh, uh, whoever Get chicken wings with that. <laughs> there was some producer who was talking about like he produced some like huge Usher record. I don't remember, like one of the really huge, like more recent ones. And um, he was saying like, yeah, like that song was crazy. Like it did like millions of streams. It has plaques. And he was like, after I had to pay out the company and he's like, I made, I think he said like $1,500 for like millions of streams and all this stuff. He's like, yeah. 1500 Yeah, you really like, there is no more... I thought producers got the bulk of the money. It, dep it depends. It depends how your deal is. It depends how oh, your deal is. But shit, for streaming, yeah. you're still not getting anything anyway. Right. Like we're back in the day. You know, maybe you got paid up front this, and then you got points on the back end. But now you're not getting that anyway. Um. 
Yeah. So it's like you, you, there's no more like exploited artists or yeah. Than, than musicians. Like since, since the music industry started, like fucking Motown, just stealing people's fucking checks and you know, whatever. It's it's still that it's really weird. I mean, the music industry has always been, you know, pimps and hoes. Yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah. It's really, really crazy, man. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to buy something fancy with my 50 bucks. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Get some cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> the other huge scam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to double down on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So you said you watched Cocaine Bear. I did. I, I did. did but before, but before, okay. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that. So earlier, or I guess it was yesterday, last night, I was messaging you about Scream. That was today. Well, okay. It, I oh, sent oh, it oh today. yes, 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 yes. I sent it today. Actually, I had that that response like queued up, and I just fell asleep. Yeah. I, I didn't visit it until I sent it to you, <laughs> this, you know, earlier today. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. So as I was, you know, kind of sick and kind of laid up with my uh, my tonsillitis, I I went back because the new Scream movie is out, Scream right. Six, which is getting really good reviews, and I really want to check it out. And so it kind of got me wanting to go and revisit some of the screams that I hadn't seen in a while. And we recently, not too long ago, were talking about scream Two, uh, specifically that opening scene in the theater where it was like, what kind of fucking, yeah. Is this? Like, this <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. bananas. <laughs> uh, and Jada Pickett. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I was like, okay, well, what, what scream haven't I seen in a long time? It's like scream three was one. And I remember I had only seen is it. Is that the movie one? Yeah, the, it took place on the set. Right. They were filming a stab sequel. Right. And the only memory that I had of it, because like, because again, I had only seen it the one time in the theater, was I remember that there's a cameo from Jay and Silent Bob. That's right. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's right. But that was the only thing I remembered about it. Right. Because I remember thinking that it wasn't all that great. So I rewatched it. I think it was Tuesday. And it's not bad. <laughs> It's actually, it's better than I remembered it. And I really enjoyed it. And I actually liked it better than Scream 2. And so then it got me thinking, okay, well, let me let me check out Scream 4. And I watched that again. And that was the one, I think Scream 4 was, I mean, I think Wes Craven had directed them all up to that point. But I think with Scream 4, Kevin Williams, That's right. the writer yeah. of the original Scream, came back for Scream 4. And I thought Scream Four was really, really good. Which one is four? So Scream Four is the one when uh, uh, Prescott, what's her name, Lori or Sydney? Not Lori, Sydney. Sydney Prescott comes back to Westboro. She writes the book, and she's doing this signing of her book, her memoir. Okay. And it's her and the other star or the protagonist is her cousin. Oh, and and, uh, Cotton Leary is. is in it a lot, right? No. no, no, he died. No, he died in Scream Three. Scream. Th- oh, okay, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no, it's about it's about Sydney's cousin. It's the first time that Sydney goes back to Westboro from the first Scream. Oh, her younger cousin. Her younger cousin. Okay, yeah. And and Hayden Panettiere is in it. Um, and and the way that I've and and it actually you know having rewatched all of them like. The killers all kind of make sense to me now, even yeah. though it's all fucking still very stupid <laughs> yeah, and yeah. dumb. But 
I, I just I just thought that script four was so well written and it really kind of leaned into the whole meta-ness of it mm. in a way that because all the screen movies have it. Yeah. But I thought four did the best job mm. of incorporating that meta sort of um thing of you know you're you know as 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 us viewers watching a horror movie about these characters that are also involved in this horror movie that is that also has this horror movie uh within the fiction right that is based off of the fiction of the original scream and i just thought it was really well done and uh and you know the 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 cousin ends up being the killer right. one of the killers because there's two that's right and her whole thing was and i thought it was timely too where at the time i guess i didn't really pick up on it or maybe because it wasn't as big of a thing as it is now but you know she just basically just wanted the fame of it all right like she wanted to to have that fame and attention from the social media on her and to get sydney out of the equation it's like you know what's better like i can i can kill you get rid of you i become the next sydney prescott um in the family and I can be that hero, or whatever. And again, it's it's silly. I mean, all all the sequels are silly. Yeah, but I I, I just really enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, this this is really good. And then I saw I rewatched Scream Five, the one yeah that the, is the you know the predecessor to the the latest Scream Six. And we talked about that one here. Yeah, and that on second viewing has held up a lot a lot greater than I initially took it as okay um with the proviso that again <laughs> these are so fucking preposterous and yeah. stupid, but they're but they're fun okay so, so i i don't disagree that they're fun in fact the only one i flat out didn't like was the last one scream five i thought that was like that was the first time i was like oh this is not enjoyable this is just bad um you need to rewatch it i or, or, or don't. I yeah. Mean, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But like I, the first one I love, I think it holds up. It's incredible. Um, it's amazing. And then two, three, and four, I kind of treat all the same. Like they're not very good, but like you said, they're, they're fun. It's just kind of silly, fun entertainment. And I like the characters. I like the scream mask. I like the voice and that's all the movie is. <laughs> and I'm, I'm okay with that. But see, I think it's greater than that. And the thing is, cause I've always watched the sequels is kind of just like, you know, all right, another screen movie, whatever. Yeah. Like, without without taking into consideration any sort of uh, through line, narrowly speaking. And I feel that you just look at the killers involved, right? So in the first screen, it's Stu and Billy Loomis, yeah. right? In Scream 2, it's Stu's mom, Jackie from Roseanne. And Timothy Oliphant. And Timothy Oliphant. And it's like, okay, because I, I was just trying to piece together, like, what is the motivation of all these kids? Like, why do they keep it, coming back for this? It is so absurd. It is absurd, yeah. right? So, Scream 2 was the mother of Stu and Timothy Oliphant. 3 <laughs> was about Sydney's mother, who they do this whole backstory where before she went to Westboro, she was trying her, uh, she took a stab at acting. I said stab, like, you know, no pun intended, but she took a stab at acting kind of had this life before she went to Westboro, where she got knocked up by this producer and had an illegitimate son. Oh, right. The son was right. in screen three was directing the stab movie in that movie, right. in, you know, screen three. And so the big reveal is that the director is the killer and he wants to kill Sydney because He's the 
illegitimate son. He went to Westboro. He explains where he's like, I tried to talk to mom. She wanted, she wanted nothing to do with me. She wanted that part of her life. And that's your and, fault. And that, yeah, and that's your fault. And I, and I, and I watched this and I'm like, wow, this is so hokum. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then four, the killers again are the cousin of Sydney. And then, uh, Sydney's cousin's friend who again, want to basically, do the requel right and redo scream one and make her the cousin the leading lady right again the meta-ness of scream four yeah. is really fucking brilliant yeah i think and then with five you know and i and before i get to five four i, I just gotta say so dewey uh what's his name um david arquette david arquette one of the most incompetent oh yeah he's the worst cop of all time characters yeah yeah <laughs> he ever. just makes no sense and, it, and it's amazing to me how endearing that character like is within the franchise yeah but with four i was like at a, I'm, at, I'm like bro like you need to go dude like your whole you're you're just <laughs> terrible he's terrible yeah. in screen four and you know he's with gail at the time like because uh courtney cox gail moves to westboro so they're together the killings start happening again and he like just the way he's written so i guess you know yeah maybe the script's not all that great when it comes to him i love watching like when we we, it's kind of like a big part of this show is like when we start talking about something and then just as you're saying it like things will start unraveling (laughs) (laughs) it's it's my favorite thing about this show he yeah he's not written well at all in that because everything he's he it's like, come on, man. You know, Gail's trying to get involved. She's like, look, you know, the killer's back again. Like, I've been, I wrote the book on this. Yeah. I was there for the first one. Like, I've been through this multiple times. And he's like, oh, no, no, Gail. Like, you stay home. I've got this. I've got this. I'm like, Dewey. And, and when have you ever had any of this? Yeah. She, Never. Gail also becomes extremely one note, too. Like, everything is just like, I'm a hard bitch, but I've been there before and I can do it now. Like, it's every line with her. It's like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah. But it's also she's right. Yeah. She yeah. Has, she's true. a hard yeah. bitch. She's been there before, and she's been more capable in these movies than Dewey. Yeah. So yeah. So him in four, I was like, all right, this character's got to go, which he does go in five. Uh, but so yeah, the killers in five. It ends up being the oh shit, who were the killers in five? Oh fuck, I just had it. But the protagonist. And five, her it's the two sisters who are also in the the, the new one. Right. There or well, the older sister is the illegitimate daughter of Billy Loomis. Right. That's right. And then the killer. Fuck, who was the killer? Man, I just watched it. There was some con oh shit. Man, I had this great thing I was gonna say, and it just left uh... me. Uh, well, whatever. It's 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 a fun movie. And yeah, I'm really looking. I I am interested in seeing. I'm definitely gonna it. see it. I definitely want to see it. I I don't know. It's just it's it's like Halloween. Like I don't expect them to be good, but for whatever reason, I like this world, and I I want to watch them, and I I want them to be better than they are. But I'm never like so offended, except for that Halloween kills. I'm never like oh, yeah. offended by how bad they are. I'm just like, yeah, it wasn't very good. Whatever. So yeah, and and, and I, I have heard that this new one is good. Who I don't know if that's real, but I have heard that I, as well. Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. Um, 
and and the, the the thing honestly that really got me more that kind of got me that goosed my interest in it was the fact of how different Ghostface is in this new one. Oh, is he? Where he's yeah, like there's something different about this new Ghostface where he's more brutal. Mm. Um and it's almost like a Terminator type thing. Okay. You know, so I'm I'm interested in checking that out. And 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 with, with Ghostface as the character, I also and this goes back to the very first screen, which I thought was great, where it's to do it in a mask. Yeah. And they don't make him Yeah, he they get beat up them out. He gets beat up all yeah. the time. Like I love that, yeah. you know? Like they don't make him out to be invincible. Yeah. Like I remember, people fight back, he gets hit, he gets, you know. Yeah, I remember when uh, and that's like a Wes Craven thing. Like, you know, Freddie got beat up too and but I remember like with Scream you know, Freddy's supernatural, so it's like there was still an element of like supernatural. But like when yeah. when the first scream came out, every, every we were all just like, "Holy shit!" Like they're beating up the bad guy. <laughs> like the, yeah, he, yeah. he falls down and trips, and then like even like that the Wayne's brother parody of it. Um, oh, scary movie! Scary movie. There's that scene where he's running up the stairs after Anna Ferris, and she's like throwing like chairs and a dog and like a, her grandmother at him, and he just keeps getting <laughs> yeah. hit by shit over and over. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see it too. I don't know if it'll be good, but I, I am interested to see it. There's Who the fuck were the killers. So it was one of the sisters' friends. I'm trying to. Man, I I am losing this argument as far as like why I felt this franchise is so good, <laughs> but it was it was the younger daughter's or sister's friend who was one of the killers. Because again, there's just two. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and it was the older, uh, it was the older sister's boyfriend. That's who right. Ends up That's being right. The killer. That's right. Yeah, and there's and there's a scene early in the movie when they go to Dewey to kind of get his help, and you know he's you know all living by himself Gail left yeah. him and and he's in this trailer and they go to him for help and as this is after like the uh the sister gets attacked that's what brings her to westboro to kind of check on the sister and she's like okay this guy's back and he's asking her and the boyfriend asking do it for help and he just lays it all out he's like well first of all this guy that you're with like how long have you known him right. there's usually somebody that you're involved with and he which and he he spells it all out in that one scene. And then towards the end, it's like, oh yeah, Dewey was right. And he yeah. dies in five. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you made it this long. In the dumbest scene in the movie where there's just the a hospital that someone is a victim in is just miraculously empty <laughs> for no reason. It was just full moments ago and now it's empty. An entire fucking hospital is just empty. I, we talked about this before, and oh, the more I think yeah. about it, it drives me fucking nuts. What? What? No. Okay. Why? <laughs> okay. Okay. So you were right in rewatching five. That immediately <laughs> so came. Stupid. It was so. I'm like, what kind of fucking hospital is this? Like, like this is you so... couldn't pull a fire alarm, so everybody gets rushed out, and there's like a wing, or maybe a wing is under construction, and that's the wing that they're doing. No, just the hospital's empty. It's just the empty. Hospital's empty. Like that hospital scene in five. I equate to the theater scene in Scream sure. 2, where I'm like, okay, look, I'm here. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief uh, for this horror movie that I'm about to partake. But you show me a scene that is so outside the norm. I'm like, I'm in a fucking movie theater right now watching this movie, Scream yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. What theater is like this ever? <laughs> Especially for like a for a premiere. And, 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 the, and, and, and why would, in the fact, and, and again, in the fiction of Scream, this stab 
movie yeah. series yeah. is based off of real events. Yeah. Who the fuck goes to a movie where based in real life? Yeah, like, I'm, well, I'm gonna go to a Holocaust died. movie. Let's dress as Nazis. Let's dress up and let's yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. have a big party. Yeah. And the and the hospital scene is the same. Yeah. I'm like, this is so outside the norm. Like if you if anybody's ever been to a hospital, I'll say fuck at doctor's office. Yeah. When they're open, I'm like, it is never this barren. There's always and people. And, and, there's and always people. And if it's a hospital, like there's people in the rooms, there's nurses and orderlies, and there's doctors, and there's receptionists. Like, there's just people everywhere. Janitors. Yeah. Like, Janitors. there's so many people in a hospital. And, and the thing is, so we we railed about this when we talked about Screen 5. When I rewatched Screen 4, there was the same fucking scene really? in the hospital. The third <laughs> act, like the end of it takes place in the hospital, and it is the exact same thing. That's hilarious. I, I, I did pick up on it the first time I saw Screen 4, but I was like... And at first, I'm like, wait, is this screen four or five? That's hilarious. It is the exact same thing. It takes place in the hospital because the cousin thinks she killed Sydney. She's in the hospital. And when Dewey tells her that, oh, no, Sydney, your cousin, she's going to make it. And she's like, what? Oh, so right. To, to find her, her out. That's right. Yeah. And in the same thing, I'm like, well, at least they're consistent with that, where they have no idea how hospitals <laughs> function or work. This is bullshit. But I don't know. Just, yeah, for a franchise that is still, I mean, Scream came out, what, was it 96, 97? Yeah, I think 96. 96. It's un- unbelievable. It's unbelievable, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I just wanted to yeah, throw that out there. I mean, I they're not great by any means. I mean, the first one is. The first one's great, yeah. After that, they're just, yeah, I agree. that I totally agree that they're fun. I, I didn't think five was fun. Uh, five, for me, felt like soulless. Like, it, it, it didn't have any excitement. It just felt like, like we got to make another Scream. But I agree. The other ones are fun. They're silly and yeah. fun. They're not scary. Um, there's there's magic in the first one, and then like all, you know, sequels, they just kind of like peter out. With the exception of, I hear this John Wick is like one of the greatest. The next John Wick is one of the greatest action movies ever made, which does not surprise me because they just keep getting fucking better. But uh, yeah, high high praise. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing good things about John Wick Four uh, as well. Uh, I guess that what that opens what next Friday? I think so. I think next Friday, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a franchise that, that I love. And, and that I think is just so brilliant, where like they so vaguely define the world that they can introduce anything. Yeah. And you're like, okay, because you've never you haven't said that this can't exist, and you've added enough supernatural that we're not thrown when things are supernatural. And it's like, great, I'll I'll accept it's fucking brilliant. Like it's so weird. Like they they lay out this whole world with like this hotel and all these assassins over the world and so you're like, okay, I get it. But then they just kind of don't follow any rules, but you you accept it. It's it's, yeah. it's amazing. Because it was Gonzo from the start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and they, they, just they, they just never building and adding on to. Yeah. And they never clearly define what the world is. So it's like, yeah, just add whatever. It's like like the Harry Potter movies, like Hogwarts, like the it changes every year. Like stuff gets added or it's not there, but you don't know. Cause they never show you the whole thing and go like, here it is. Like it's just, yeah. they introduce what they need to when they need to. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right about that. You're so right about that. And, it, and it's funny. Cause like with these John wick sequels, I mean, obviously the first one is the most, and I'm using air quotes grounded yeah, yeah. of them all. Yeah. But even that one, I mean, just the things they introduce, you know, the concept of that hotel and the fact that there's this whole network of assassins that are just amongst us. That is, it's like a, a you know, a, uh, I was gonna say a culture, but a, a thing with 
a, a sub society yeah. within the larger society, you know, and they sprinkled enough in that first one to where, yeah, like you said, like, and they use like 1940s technology to like yeah, get a hold of everybody. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they use all the antiquated technology, which again, like even that is like pretty fucking brilliant because yeah. there's no, there's no footprint. That's <laughs> there's yeah. no digital footprint anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're just like, if you're willing to accept this, why not anything else? Like, yeah. why can't he come back from the dead? Or like, why can't he get knocked off a building and just be alive? Be okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, who cares? Yeah. It's so I'm really excited for this next one, man. He's the Baba Yaga. The fucking Baba called. Yaga. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing the, the spinoff sequel too about the ballerinas. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh, I didn't hear about that. With a the, movie or a show? A show, a series with the amazing yeah. uh, Ana de Armas. Oh, oh wow! God, yeah, she is. She is amazing. God damn it! The first time I saw her, I didn't know who she was. She was in that movie with Keanu Reeves. Knock knock. Have you seen that? I have. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's so bad. <laughs> that movie, man. That movie. You sucked hot, my yo. dick. You sucked that, my dick. Yeah, yeah. But she. That movie is hot, dude. Yeah, like, I was like, man, like I don't know, like I, I'd be hard pressed not to. Do not to fall for the same thing. Oh, I, one hundred percent. I would be dead in minutes. Like, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but th that was the first time I saw her, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like, sh I didn't know that was her. That was in there. The blonde. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The one that puts on like his daughter's Catholic school girl outfit, and it's yeah. like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So they're <laughs> they're she'll she'll be in it, and then I guess Keanu Reeves is making an appearance in that too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I wasn't too fond of John Wick too. I mean, I thought it was fine, mm -hmm. but uh, I thought the third one really uh, kind of brought it back. So good. And in the end, like you said, you know, everything that I'm hearing, the, I've I've read a couple reviews about four, and it's got me really excited to uh, check this out. And Donnie Yen is in it. Yeah, yeah, Donnie Yen is in everything now. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird, like America, like just discovered Donnie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, oh, know. look at this guy. Look at him. I know. I'm glad he's getting his flowers, though. Yeah, it's good. You know? It's good. And he's and he's kind of up there in age. He's like, I don't know if he's like 60 or whatever. Yeah, he's got to be in his yeah. late 50s or something. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's probably 60. Like, yeah, just yeah. you know, doing the damn thing, active and healthy and incredibly rich. You can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yes, uh, no subtle transition here. Yeah, uh, I did see Cocaine Bear. Um, I I I had been wanting to see it like ever since I saw the first trailer. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to see it in theaters, but I think it was a couple of days ago I noticed that it was on Amazon mm -hmm. that you could rent, and for like twenty bucks. And I I did the calculation in my head. I'm like, well, if I go to the theater, the ticket's going to be like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, I'm pr I'm for sure going to get a snack yeah. or a drink. Plus so driving, that's 20 right there. Plus driving. So I'm like, let me just fork over the twenty bucks yeah. and watch it. Um, so I rented. I watched it this morning uh, when I got up, and I was so excited to watch this movie. Me too. Gee, like, Graham, man, I that first trailer had me. I was like, man, if this movie, I didn't can see live the trailers to its title. Yeah. Well, of course it is. Yeah, but but uh, but I remember reading about the story years ago, and then when it's like, oh, Elizabeth Banks is making a movie i was like F yeah here's my money just let, let's yeah. go let's yeah, do it right right yeah it's like and I, I i knew nothing about the original story none of it until i found out that there was there was a movie coming out called cocaine bear <laughs> and then so good and then in the trailer knowing that it's you know based off of true events yeah or, you know whatever and i was like sold just like you i'm like yeah take my money right now yeah like 
it just I, I I went into this with the only expectation of seeing a bear on coke <laughs> running amok. And, and that bear, yes, in that in that coked up bear running amok in the forest while these humans are it are, are around doing whatever the fuck they gotta do. Yeah. Didn't care about anything else. I was like, if you can achieve that, I am there. Yeah. And I watched this and I fucking love this movie. It's so good. Uh, Slow to start. I actually loved it before. So when I started the, the stream, when I rented it, and I saw on the on the bottom of the screen that it was an hour and 34 minutes. Yes. I was like, I love you, yes. Cocaine Bear. I love you, Cocaine Bear. I'm like, give me that tight 90, man. Give me give that, me that tight, tight 90. 90. <laughs> you know, like long enough for that hit the last. That's right. I mean? That's right. Like, boom. Didn't overstay his welcome. Exactly. So I was so I, I was enamored just off the length. And then when the movie started and I took it all in, I mean, I, I for me, like I just felt like this is exactly what I was hoping to see. Yeah. And Elizabeth Banks delivered. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's um it's stupid and so entertaining and it doesn't try not to be stupid. It's just like, yeah, it's, this is a dumb movie, but like a really good dumb movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. That was, that was my whole, that, 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 that is it. Like put yeah. that on the back of the, on the back of the fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, cause it was, it was like, I, I was watching this movie and I'm like, okay. Cause in my head, I was thinking to myself, I, I want this to be in terms of tone. I was hoping for something like in line of like a Tremors right. or an Anaconda oh, or something yes. like that, where I didn't want it to take itself too serious. And thankfully it did not. No. And I think the one movie that it probably evokes more than any of those two movies I just mentioned, and it's a movie I've never seen. So you correct me if I'm wrong, if you've seen it was like Lake Placid. Yeah. Uh, Cause Lake Placid about the, the alligator yeah, yeah, yeah. going on this rampage. I've seen parts of it, but I know that the tone of that movie, I think, evokes this one where it's... I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Lake Placid is a train wreck. Like, it doesn't know what the fuck it wants to do. Where this movie definitely knows what it wants to do. But but I I, I agree about the comparison. Okay. Yeah, okay. I agree. So you have seen Lake Placid? Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Okay. It's not good. It's not good. I people people always kind of hold that up as like a uh, like a, a hidden gem, like a no, B movies. Go. It's uh, I mean, it's definitely a B movie, and you know, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch, but it, it's bad. Like it's um, it's kind of neither here nor there. It just it, okay. it like it, like in Cocaine Bear, they lean into it. And personally, I wish it was a little more over the top. Like it's it's over the top, but I wish it was. I wish they pushed it a little further and I wish it was also a little more stylized, like visually. I wish there was like more like eighties radness going on. That's what I was hoping yeah, for. Yeah. Um, so I think it lacked just there, but you know, just small, small, uh, gripes. I mean, there's children doing cocaine. There's, you know, <laughs> yeah. a bear chasing. Yeah. What was funny too is like, I wish it's even there. Like, okay, if they, if they, and they spit it out, but if they had done that, they wouldn't have been able to feel their face like yeah. for like 20 minutes. They wouldn't have been. And I wish they had played up on that. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's this, you know, a, a fucking 
These people get in an ambulance to escape the bear, and the bear chases down an ambulance and leaps forward into the back of an ambulance that's driving away. It's so good. This bear, uh, who, who's a female, yeah. they established in the movie, you know, she's, she's, a, she's a mama bear. Yeah. Is now the CGI on the bear is serviceable. I mean, it's. It's not the greatest CGI no. that I've it, seen. It looks like a CG bear. Yeah. It looks like a CGI bear. Yeah. yeah. It's it's uh who who's that famous cartoon bear? Uh uh Yogi Yogi. Yeah. And there's I think there's one scene where it's like a it's guy like in a, a suit where like it reaches over and grabs the bag of apples. I think it's like a, I think that was a guy in a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, the the bear goes fucking ham and like I wasn't quite sure what to expect in terms of like the gore and the violence. I I, bear. I wasn't either, but this bear goes to work. I mean, you mentioned the the ambulance scene when the bear is chasing the ambulance down, and this bear wrecks fools, yeah. and it's like the gore and the and the and the damage. I mean, I felt so bad for that one guy in the ambulance who, uh, the guy because the ambulance is, is, is uh, two paramedics, two paramedics. It's uh, the woman and this guy, and he's in the back. And he is just getting mauled yeah. by this bear. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And in 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 the uh the the parks attendant, yeah, Margot Martindale, she gets rung through yeah. she has multiple encounters with this bear. Yeah. The end of the uh the ambulance scene with her, where the bear basically just tosses her she's strapped to a gurney. gurney, yeah. And the bear tosses her out, and she just <laughs> face lands <first>. face first <laughs> on the pavement and it just flies. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it's funny too. It's like, cause the story is, you know, there was a drug drop and the drugs were dropped in this forest and it was cocaine and the bear found the cocaine. It got all hopped up and it ran amok. And then I think it died. It had like a heart attack, obviously. And, uh, this bear does not have a heart attack. Instead, it becomes instantly addicted to cocaine <laughs> and is just instantly. like running through the forest, looking for more cocaine and killing anybody that it comes across. <laughs> Yeah, killing anybody that it comes across, and you definitely do not want to have coke on your person. Yeah, because it will smell it. Yeah, it's like a that, shark in the water. Yeah, that scene where the bear is climbing up the tree to try to get the little boy. Yeah, but then also notices the other guy the, <laughs> smells the, the, the cocaine park, on him. Park ranger in the other tree. Yeah, like you get that. You get that scene where the the, 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 the snout is like sniffing. It's like, oh, there's coke in the air. Yeah, because he had coke on his face or whatever. Yeah. And and the and that scene is so funny and horrific, the way that the bear scampers down the tree that it's on, goes to the other tree and quickly just mauls this. Yeah. Like, oh no! Like, <laughs> and his death. And they only, they don't really show. I mean, they show him obviously dying and stuff, but you don't see what the bear is doing. All you just see is that this guy's poor guy is hanging upside down, and this bear is going to town on this guy, and you just see blood just dropping. Yeah. And I think like maybe you see like body. a leg and then just the body fall. The body, yeah, and then the body falls, lands on his on the on the neck. So yeah. like, he didn't think he was dead before, he's dead <laughs> now. The leg has been bitten off, and the bear comes down. And I, and this is actually in the trailer. Uh the bear comes and because again, there's coke on on the leg, and just rubs the <laughs> snout against the coke on the leg to get that last that last bump. And <laughs> I was like, oh man. And Ray Liotta's in this movie, R.I.P. It was his last film. And uh, he's like the the crime boss that works for the 
the drug fit the cartel the cartel yeah so he sends two of his guys one is his son who's like abandoned his kid and then yeah and then ray leota hates being a grandfather <laughs> and then the other one is o'shea jackson ice cubes or o'shea jackson jr ice cube's son yeah so ice cube's son o- o'shea jackson and ray leota's son in the movie go to the forest to find the cocaine and there's like a, a cop kind of on the trail who like is a divorced guy and he's sad and he has this little dog. <laughs> this, is, this like B and C story was so stupid. I know, I know. They and they do a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, like they like in terms of the character work, like they they will introduce all these things that are like, I mean, this really isn't needed. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad that it's there. Me too. It just it just added to the tapestry of 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 everything. And they don't and they don't force you to like pay attention to it. Like they don't you're not overly invested. They just hear some extra little story as yeah. you're going. It's like, you may as well, like when you're between waiting to watch this bear kill everybody. And I appreciated uh, that. Actually. I did too. It was nice. It, it was. And like you said, like it doesn't take itself too seriously. It doesn't overstay its welcome. And it doesn't force you to like pretend it's a different type of movie. Like it, it's a movie called cocaine bear. Like it's about yeah. a bear on cocaine that kills a bunch of people. And there's this scene where like, the cop is there and somehow he climbs up onto a roof to get the more bags of cocaine. And then the bear comes and he like shoots O'Shea Jackson's fingers off somehow. <laughs> yeah. but, but they made a joke. So O'Shea Jackson, he's, you know, he's a bad guy. He's a drug dealer guy. He has a gun pointed at the cop. The cop is standing on the roof. The cop can't get down because it's too high and he's too old and he, fat. Yeah, he, he, he climbed. Cause I, I love this scene. So the cop, so they're all uh, O'Shea and Bradley Otis son. And this other guy who like a punk kid, punk kid is our guide. They're all looking for this gazebo because this punk kid and his friends found the coat and they told O'Shea and really Oda's son that this is where we stashed it. So they're all heading to the gazebo to reclaim it. The cop, which is funny, like the timeline doesn't really add up. I'm like, how the fuck the cop get to the gazebo before they did. Yeah. But the cop gets there before they do sees the fact that the cocaine or like there's a bag stashed up in the ceiling of this gazebo. And so he climbs up the tree to then jump onto the roof of the gazebo to get the coke. But then when when they all meet up, he's stuck up there because he's like, "Well, now I can't cl- I, I can't jump down because it's too high." Because he had like, yeah. <laughs> so he's just and I can't climb back down the tree now because now I got to train the gun <laughs> on O'Shea. And it, it it was hilarious. And so like O'Shea's got the gun pointed at him, and the cops pointed the gun at O'Shea. O'Shea drops the gun and backs away. And then at some point, O'Shea goes to pick up the gun and the cop fires a shot and he shoots O'Shea in the hand and you're going to get shot in the hand and you just assume it's going to be through the hand. And then like he holds up his hand and he's missing his middle finger and his pinky finger. So it, like it skipped a finger and, and the yeah. punk kid even says like, how did it skip a finger? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to bring that up too. I laughed so It was so good. Because it was so, and, and just the way that he read that line because it was like, how? I don't even know how that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just such like, a dumb joke about like the absurdity of the movie. They're like, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah he gets shot. Every other finger gets shot off. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, and, and that and that punk kid uh, uh, was part of a gang. The oh yeah, camp, <laughs> yeah, gang or whatever that are just patrolling this forest that are like terrorizing. And they're like these white trash kids that yeah, they're just like punk idiots. 
Yeah, and they start a fight with those Shane Jackson's character <laughs> in the bathroom, and they take out a switchblade. They're like, they basically wanted they're going to rob him. They're like, give give us what's in your pockets. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do any of that. He's like, you, you think we're playing? Or da da da. And so he basically fights them all off, and you know, whoops whoops their ass. He gets stabbed in the back, but. I thought that whole scene was just so ludicrous. Yeah. I loved how O'Shea played it off. He was like, no. Like, yeah. fuck y'all? Like, what? And, no. even, and even in the fight, like, these three kids with, an, <clears throat> with a knife are attacking this gangster in a bathroom. But it's still dumb. Like, they don't make yeah. it. It's never, the, the tone doesn't change. It's like, oh, this is now dangerous. No, this is dumb, too. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, you can laugh and have fun here also. Yeah. It's dumb. It's <clears throat> silly. They have a, a, a switchblade knife. And then one of the guys has a skateboard. And I just enjoyed seeing these three dudes getting yeah. whooped up. Like, I, I I enjoyed it more than I probably should have. I just thought it was so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, but even that, though, it's like there's still stakes Yeah. in this. I mean, because, I mean, O'Shea, he does walk out. You know, he he's doesn't come out unscathed. You know, he does get stabbed in, in the you know, back of his shoulder or his clavicle or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just so preposterous. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right yeah. now? Yeah, and, and going on. Yeah, and meanwhile, like uh, earlier, Carrie Russell Felicity, uh, she has a daughter, and her and the daughter have like a a typical movie single parent relationship where they're like they, they talk shit to each other, but they love each other, and it's, you know, like best friends, like best friends. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and. Carrie Russell goes off to work and the daughter and her friend, this little boy, go into the woods. They're going to ditch school and cause trouble. They find the cocaine. They were the ones who eat the cocaine. Somehow the bear comes after them. The boy escapes and then the bear takes the little girl, which is like you've never seen the bear. The bear kills everybody, (laughs) but for some reason takes the bear back to its cave. So Carrie Russell is looking for the girl. At the end, they find her in the cave. And she's like, and then, and then just when you see like the bear has babies who are also addicted to cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that. The, the two little, the two little cubs are in another, another uh, a duffel bag of coke, and the two cubs are just having they're covered in ham. cocaine. Covered, yeah, and like the, when when Carrie Russell and the boy go into the cave, he's like, the, the little boy even says they're like polar bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Covered in coke. Yeah. So the. So the Carrie Russell and now the two kids are trying to make their way out and they end up at the waterfall where the kids wanted to go in the first place. And then at the same time, O'Shea Jackson, Ray Liotta's son, Ray Liotta, and and a, another cop who turns out to be a crooked cop all converge in the cave at the same time. And then there's one more bag of cocaine because Ray Liotta's whole thing is like, we have to collect all the cocaine and bring it back or else we're going to be responsible for the money. And it's like a bunch of the cocaine is gone because the, I was gonna say, yeah, the bear it, it, ate it. His, it's like, yeah, his whole thing about the fact that we're, we're not whole, you know, we've got to get it all. I'm like, bro, like, you can't, you're never gonna be whole. You, you like, can't get it all. This bear has gone through at least half. But I guess he supply. doesn't know that. I guess he doesn't know that the bear's a coke addict now. He does because he he knew that because he he was one that shot the cop on the gazebo because he was there at the scene where he was interviewing the cop. Yeah, but none of them shot. know about the bear yet. No, no, they knew. That was the first time they saw the bear, but they didn't know it was it did all the cocaine. No, no, Ray Liotta's character, he knew because they they had the whole conversation. It was like the bear took the coke. Oh, uh, and because because remember the the guy uh, the black guy who was you know the cop who was like he used like he poured a whole bunch of coke. Oh, that's right. That's on the right. ground. That's right. For, to to lure the bear away. So that's right. No, Ray Liotta knew okay. the, the the bear had gotten into the coke at least some of it. Yeah. 
So they're the all whole thing about trying to be whole. I'm like, dude, you're not going to be yeah, it's whole. impossible. Right? So they're it's all impossible. in the cave. And they're like on the other side of the cave where the waterfall is. And Ray Liotta sees a bag hanging like one more bag. So you can have like two or three bags of cocaine now. <laughs> yeah. And now the bear is there too. And the cubs and everybody's there. And Ray Liotta like shoots the bear. The bear falls below. And then at some point he's trying to get the bag. Carrie Russell like beats him up or something like that. And then like one of the <laughs> one of the packages of coke. And you think the bear's dead. It's been shot and it fell to its death below. And then like the cocaine blows up above it and like rains down on it. And then it comes back <laughs> alive. She takes, yeah, the, the bear takes a nice whiff yeah. of that beautiful, beautiful cocaine and is revitalized. So good. And then Something goes up, and yeah, I think like O'Shea and the son run the off. Son. I, I don't yeah. know what ha- remember happened to the the crooked woman cop. What happened to her? She left. Uh, so, oh, she, oh, that's right. That's so, yeah, right. Ray Liotta was going to kill her because she was right. like, "I'm out of here." Like, like right as soon as they get into the cave, she was like, "Look, I'm I'm out." And so she turns to walk away, and Ray Liotta's got the gun on her to her back, but O'Shea steps in that's front right. and is basically kind of non-verbally, you know, said, "Look, just let her go." Like whatever. It's like. Let her go. So she, she actually, she lives. Yeah. And then somehow, Carrie Russell and the kids get away. O'Shea and the, the son get away. The crooked cop gets away. Nothing happens to her. And meanwhile, the the good cop is dead. He got shot and he's yeah. dead. But Ray Liotta ends up trying to jump up and get the bag. And he gets his neck wrapped around the, the strap of the bag. And he's hanging there. And the mama bear comes back up. <laughs> It just starts tearing him apart while he's hanging yeah. there. Then his body falls and his guts are spilling out. She gut, she gutted him. And then the little cocaine bears come up and start eating his guts. Yeah, they start pulling out his intestines. <laughs> the little the little cubs just start pulling his intestines out. It was really was good. Like, oh man, yeah, it's so much this, fun. This movie was like a live action cartoon. Yeah. Like a live action rated R cartoon. Yeah. And I love every minute. Me of it. too. Like I said, I, I wish it was more over the top and I wish it was more stylized with like 80s radness. But even with that said, it is just such a dumb, fun movie experience. It's like, it's what you want from this type of movie where it's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to feel any emotion. I don't want to. I don't want to be bored. I don't want to feel emotion. I don't want anything that's going to make me think or like it's thought provoking. I just want like, I just want to eat popcorn and be like entertained. Yeah. And this, all this movie is, it's great. Yeah. uh, I agree. I agree. Like this, this, this movie was everything that I was hoping it would be. Yeah. Um, It's, you know, again, like I, I, like movies like this used to come out all the time. Yes. Like in the eighties, yes, uh, the nineties, maybe not to this quality, yeah but these types of films yeah and it was just such a breath of fresh air to just see like a movie called cocaine bear come out in the year of our lord 2023 <laughs> that was just exactly it, what it and it's not overthought it's like i love when you can see a movie and there's a very short line from the inception of the idea to the execution of the movie like you can tell when it's been labored over too long and it's like overly thought out but like movies in the 80s and 90s that we grew up with, if somebody had an idea, an executive was just like, good, go make it. And then yeah. it was made. And that's so there's a lot of rough edges. And this movie felt like that too. Like they had an idea, let's make cocaine bear, but it's like really crazy. And they're like, okay. And then, yeah. then it's, here it is. This was the elevator pitch, given a green light. Yeah. And then the creatives involved 
you know, maintaining that yes. pitch and being like, yes, this is what the movie is involved in. Of course, they fleshed it out or whatever, but it it never, like you said, it, it never tries to be anything more than what it purports yeah. to be. This is a movie a about movie a bear about on a bear. cocaine. It's a movie about a bear, yes. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's what it is. And, and, and the, the bears on coke, these other guys are trying to, you know, reclaim the coke. Calamity ensues. Yeah. And that's what, that's what they delivered. That's what we got. Yeah. And it was done in a way. I mean, your, your, your point about the direction of it, like I thought that they really could have probably leaned in more heavily with the eighties yeah. of it too. Cause it takes place in 85, I think is what they right. said. Um, and there, and there are some things that the kids say towards the end, but I'm like, no one was talking like that. Yeah. In 85. Yeah. Um, but whatever. It's like, those are small little. And there's a the, the scene bit. right in the beginning where the guy is flying over with all the drugs and he's doing the drop he's dropping it all out of this airplane and he and there's like 80s music type playing and it's funny like the music in this movie is like they, they couldn't afford there's like one licensed song at the end i think it was like the safety dance or something but like they well there's a licensed song at the beginning this you know the, and, the, and uh, that yeah and yeah. that so just Which is, getting for, in for the all air. my wrestling fans uh the movie opens with orange cassidy's theme music being played <laughs> I and, forget the name of the band who sings that song, but that's Orange Cassidy. What's I can't I, I can't I can't even remember the song. Um, uh, it's it's that one song with the piano keys. It stars. I have to hear it. Um, I don't, yeah, but so but that scene got me really hyped because he's there's like you know flashing lights and there's music and he's just all coked up and he's dancing <laughs> yeah. and he's doing all these big dance moves. Then he throws the. Co- I was like, oh, that's good, but it didn't keep up with that like over the top everything is rad idea yeah um but yeah it's it's just uh it's a really the name good of the time. song the name of the song is jane by, by jefferson oh okay okay yeah yeah I, yeah i fucking love that and they they even do a good job of explaining the whole situation of like why he was dumping the coke right uh because there's a scene because i because at first like, you know going in without obviously just knowing whatever little that i did about the real story um, I thought this plane went down like out of like happenstance mm-hmm. and like the coaches accidentally got distributed or whatever. But apparently it was like, this was like part of the plan where it's like, look, if, if there's any trouble or problems, dump the Coke around this area, let us know and we'll all go and pick it up. So they kind of established that this is the routine mm-hmm. for when shit goes awry. Uh, it just, no one, ex- <laughs> you know, factored in the fact that an animal, let a little bear would get into the shit <laughs> and love it and start and love it. It's some good cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. You know, it, it made me, it, it's not similar in tone, but there's another movie about like a giant killer animal that is outstanding. It's called crawl. Have you seen that? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's a really good movie. It's so fucking good for anybody listening. It, there's like a flood and these, this guy and his Barry old, pepper is the father. Barry and, pepper. Yeah. And his daughter, yeah. Who's older? She, they're, you know, they are on the outs, and then they get stuck in this house with this giant killer crocodile. And it's yeah, it takes place in Florida. There's like some right. massive uh, flood or rain or some, some sort of yeah, some some bad like the water breaks, the levee breaks yeah. almost. I was in the levees in Florida, but the water level rises and like there's this huge massive flood, which brings in this alligator or crocodile, crocodile, uh, crocodile. I think. It, and yeah, and it's you know Barry Pepper and his daughter basically just trying to get out of this house. Just the two of them in a house with, with a yeah, giant killer giant croc. Killer croc. It was that's a really good movie. I now that's played love that more movie. straight. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. So that that's a like a serious. It's there. It's a thriller or yeah. a, a suspense rather suspense horror. And uh, yeah, 
but like the yeah. same idea where it's just like, no, here's just like a totally unbelievable scenario um, with a really dangerous wild animal, but it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend you guys uh, check it out if you haven't. You know, spend the 20 bucks on Amazon to rent it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a good time. Save the gas money. Although, I I, I, I would have enjoyed watching this in a theater with uh, a lot of people. I was going to say with the group, For the yeah. community aspect of it. Yeah. But I'm sure it's, I'm sure the theater is really fun. Yeah. But I enjoy my own company. So I was fine watching it yeah. <laughs> at home. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's super fun. It, and props to Elizabeth Banks. Like, this was, uh, yeah. this was good. Yeah, and she's getting a lot of praise for it, rightfully so. I'm glad it's it's yeah. uh, everybody 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 gets it. Everybody's like, yeah. Um, and the one and the one thing I'll say also, because like you mentioned, you know, the character of Ray Liotta's son, who is with uh, O'Shea Jackson's character, when they introduce the son at the bar, because he's like dealing with the loss of his his girlfriend, wife, because she just died of cancer, and O'Shea goes to see him in the bar, and I'm just like, all right, I sympathize with the loss but i'm like this fucking character he's annoying the fuck out yeah. of me already but by halfway through the film i'm like i like this guy yeah this is a good dude yeah like, i like him you know yeah and i wasn't expecting that you know uh so good character work with him you know i i was just i was just i wasn't expecting there to be any change with the characters in this movie but he definitely goes through his thing it's like yeah the guy's grieving he just lost his yeah you know, uh, the woman that he loved. O'Shea also. He he like O'Shea yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, no, it's although yeah, he's still a shitty dad because he left his his kid with his gangster. Yeah, they're bad. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just I'm having a hard time I'm just gonna leave for gonna weeks. Leave. Uh yeah, it is fun though. It's uh it's a good time. I'm sure there will be some other version of this because the bears are still alive. <laughs> and, you, know uh, you know what I want? You know what I want, Graham? I want the cocaine verse. Yes. Give me another animal yes. that is high on cocaine. Yes. You know, cocaine badger. Oh my Can god. But like Can like you imagine that? Like a cocaine badger loose in an office building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Juicing that script up already. Yes. Oh my god. Cocaine honey badger <laughs> in an office building. Where yeah. is Bruce Willis? Yes. We got to find him. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, so it's it's fun. It's really good. Um you know, I just started watching today. Uh, Amazon series called Swarm. Yeah, I, I'm seeing. I so I saw that on Amazon when I was uh, renting uh, uh, Cocaine Bear. Uh -huh. and I, I've been seeing uh, billboards around my neighborhood. What the fuck's that about? Do you want me to tell you? I mean, just what it's about. Okay. Like, what's the premise? Like, so I, I knew nothing going in. I just saw the thing on Amazon. I was like, all right, I'll try. try. Okay, so there's a a girl and a roommate. And the girl is like obsessed with this like R and B singer, like like a like upset like proper obsessed, and uh, she's kind of like a super awkward crazy person. And something okay. goes awry, and she ends up on her own. And she, I can't. I, man, I'm reluctant to say anything else because it would. All right. Well, okay. It well, would just tell, tell big me, plot like, points. Um, okay. Well, just like is is it a uh, so okay? So it's, a, it's a it's a it's a series. Not it's a, a movie. series. Yeah, and there's there's like a bunch of like sex and murder and drugs, and it's not it's not a drama. Um, so it's not it's not like heavy or anything like that. Uh, yeah, but I, I I can't say anything else, or else it would it would okay. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll watch the first episode tonight. Watch the first two because if, okay. if you're not into it after the first two, then don't bother. All right. 
all right yeah because uh yeah i saw them like swarm yeah like, oh, all right yeah it's good um I'm, I'm three episodes in and uh yeah i'm not like i'm not uh so invested that i'm like oh my god it's not you know like a, a game of thrones or anything like that which i i appreciate like it's not that you yeah not everything has to be yeah. that just yeah you, you don't have to invest that much but it, it is good it is super weird and fucked up and uh yeah it's good i like it all right i'll check it out yeah yeah and then lastly before we wrap up i did watch knock at the cabin knock knock at the door knock at the cabin door knock at knock at the cabin knock at the cabin knock at the cabin in the woods knock knock at the cabin in the woods uh <laughs> yeah. yeah um i definitely didn't feel the same way you did but i don't think it's bad um it just felt like the concept like at the end spoiler alert everybody at the end it's revealed that the four people who had knocked on the door that visit this gay couple and their daughter to make them choose one of each one has they have to decide one of the three of them to die it's it revealed later that they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse and so the apocalypse does happen almost like it gets right up into it a yeah. bunch like a lot of the world does die and at the very end, the one of the the husbands makes a sacrifice. Um, but it was fine. Uh, I feel like a lot of M Night Shyamalan's dialogue is clunky, and like it always feels like he just needs somebody else to touch it up. But the reveal is what bugged me the most. So they make no. What was the reveal? I don't even remember that. So this <laughs> fucking movie ended. So the the world is ending. Like. Right. Yeah. Plane, all part. the planes are falling out of the sky. Yeah. These guys are in this farmhouse in the middle of the country. The daughter, they tell the daughter to go. And, and, and so the conceit of the movie is like these four people show up at the house. It's Batista, Ron Weasley, and two other people. And uh, they're saying to these two fathers and their daughter that one of you has to kill one of you. And that will stop the apocalypse. And you're like, why? <laughs> Like that was my first thing. Like, why? Well, but but that's the whole point of the movie. I, I know, but like, because the, they're asking that too. Like, why? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. So like, the the entire conceit of the movie is like that this event has to take place. Bugged me. It was like, well, the, it's just so convenient that this would be the, the thing that has to happen. So these four people that show up, you come to learn that like randomly they don't they woke up with this in their head, all four of them separately, that they needed to come here, and um, you know, so obviously the the two fathers are like you guys are delusional you guys plan this out whatever and then it's revealed at the end when everything starts that starts happening that it's real it is the apocalypse and so one of the fathers is like kill me take our daughter live a good life i've seen i had a vision of you guys surviving and so the other husband is like okay i will and then right before the husband that's sacrificing himself says don't you get it they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse and there's okay so the actual four horsemen are like pestilence uh, yeah okay i think you're probably reading more into that but, but i think he but, said but, that just because i mean he doesn't know no no no. yeah I, I know but then but then they show it like like this is true like they they're they're explain they're showing it like the, the what he's saying is true and and the and then he says for the four words i forgot what the real four the four horsemen of the apocalypse it's like pestilence famine, pestilence, fa famine war. violence yeah war and there's what other uh, one yeah but in this one he's like don't you see it's the four horsemen of the apocalypse anger healing teaching 
and nurturing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it made no connection at all, zero at all. So like that's the stuff where M. Night Shyamalan, like it's it feel it a lot of his movies feel like when you watch like a kid make up karate. It's like they <laughs> <laughs> or me yeah yeah like if you just like yeah. make up karate it's like you've uh, seen karate and so you're some of the moves are are right just by chance you're gonna get some of them right yeah but if you just had six months of training <laughs> this would be better yeah yeah and that's how i feel about m night Shyamalan. like uh, the the guts are there and there's something here but ultimately he's just making up karate yeah i okay so I forget how enthusiastic I was with Very. of this movie. Very. You said it was the best movie since the Shawshank Redemption. I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. That is verbatim. We, we could you know, go I'm back and sure forth. I'm pretty sure it's close. I'm pretty sure it's that. <laughs> but I, I think, I think you know, me and you aren't too far apart. I mean, I, I like the movie. Yeah. Maybe I liked it a little bit better than you. But no, I mean, your point about the script, I mean, that is... Or, or, the script, or just the dialogue. Yeah, I yeah. I agree that he... I mean, M. Night Shyamalan, like his dialogue has always felt more in service of just the, of, of the scene, not the story. Say, yeah. 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 Like, I was going to say it's like his dialogue is more in service of the script. Like he uses his dialogue to basically uh, move things forward and it doesn't feel naturalistic. Like no one right. in the films ever, like who talks like that really? Yes, like, yes, yes. You know, like if i'm explaining myself right yeah it's like his his dialogue it, it feels forced and yeah totally um yeah totally yeah, like people don't talk like this nobody talks you know like what i mean this. like yeah and like when i like I, I think yeah he would either be well 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 suited or well well served and just coming up with the story yeah passing the script off to somebody yeah else or at the very least like man like have your and i'm sure he does this like who the fuck am i i'm the fucking gamers i don't you know He's M. Night Shyamalan. But like at these table reads, which I'm sure they do, I would like to think well, maybe somebody just be like, hey, you know, there's probably a more natural way that I can communicate this. Yeah. Than what's on the page. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I noticed that. I mean, and I, I like the movie too. But yeah, I mean, I've, I found that with a lot of M. Night Shyamalan films, good and the bad ones that I've liked, where it's like the, the dialogue is, uh, it just, it just doesn't sound real yeah for lack of a better you know yeah word like it just doesn't sound like that's not how people communicate totally with each other. The, the only movie that i aside from the sixth sense which i feel like the sixth sense he that was his first movie so i feel like there was a ton of help like because it's shot different it feels different it moves different everything is different it's not like his every movie since then it has a very distinct voice and it's like clearly his so i feel like the sixth sense he had a lot of help and then the another movie of his that I I really really love and you should I think we talked about this before but is the visit oh, yeah. the visit yeah I haven't seen it yet yeah. I need to yeah <clears throat> so it's on my list that is good it's it's tense and scary and and very good so I <clears throat> I recommend the visit a lot but yeah. knock at the cabin was okay and Batista was good Batista was good yeah yeah Batista really yeah I thought Batista was really good yeah I I really hope he does more like yeah I, yeah I think for me it's like when I when I, I I thought the movie like I guess my my when I say a movie is good I think just that it's good sure you know sure. I I mean unless something is like 
through the fucking roof from like, okay, this is something that is like, you have to run, like stop this podcast right now and just watch it. Yeah. I say thing is good. And it, and, and, and within that good spectrum is, you know, very good. <laughs> good. Yeah. I, and that's kind of what I will say. And I, and I, I, yeah, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. Definitely had his problems. I mean, but I think, and again, like for me, I went into that movie with the same expectations as I did with cocaine bear where I'm like, okay, there's going to be some juicy little kind of a mystery here. Like, let's see how it uh, unravels and solves itself. And I wasn't really looking for anything more than that. Yeah. It's a genre, you know, kind of B. Yeah. Suspense movie. Yeah. I I did. I did like entertained in that way. Yeah. I I, I did like that. You know, obviously like the, the play, on the tension is that like, well, are these people crazy? Are they planning this out? Or is the world actually ending? And then it does finally get to a point where you're like, no, 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 it's, it's real. And the world is ending. And I was like, well, that's cool. Like I, I like when a movie yeah. does yeah, the, yeah. The, the bad thing. I, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen red state? Kev, I have. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yep. <clears throat> amazing movie. Like maybe his best. I don't know. It's, it's fucking amazing. It is very good. Yeah. Um, so the original... It's a hard movie to watch. But yeah, it's, it's rough. Good. It's rough. But the ending, it's, you know, there's a religious cult and they kill these boys and there's a standoff with police. And then, you know, they're extremist, uh, you know, b- Christian Bible, you know, the and the yeah. rapture is coming, people. And the end of the movie, Michael Parks is out in front of John Goodman, who's the cop, and he's... There's a horn blasting. And Michael Parks is like, see, that's... God, the horn is sounding, the apocalypse is here, and he's screaming, and it's super intense. And then it cuts to John Goodman in the FBI office, and he's like, no, it was not. It was just, you know, the kids next door fucking with these cultists by blasting this horn, and we arrested all of them, and they're in jail. But the original ending that Kevin Smith originally wrote, he didn't do, because it was just too expensive. But while the horns were blasting, uh, and Michael Parks is screaming, he was going to have Michael Parks' head explode, and then as his body slumps to the ground, you were going to see the four horsemen flying down, like in the way background. And it was actually going to be the end of the world and the rapture, which I thought was super, super rad. It was oh, just yeah. too expensive, but yeah. That actually, uh, I, could, I could totally see Kevin Smith wanting to do that. Yeah. Um, huh, that would have been interesting into that. I, I, I liked how it ended. Me too. You know? Yeah, me too. The original ending, but yeah, that would have been... That would have been something. Yeah, you know? it just would have been like, oh, damn, that's a choice. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah, and, and it would have, you know, I mean, it falls in line with him. I mean, uh, what was that movie he did? Uh, uh, Dogma. Religious Dogma, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's got that bent in him. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, giant rubber poop monster and yeah. Alanis Morissette is God. and <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. So I'll just, uh, I'll make one last recommendation for Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Everybody go watch it. I've seen it 15 times. It's on, it's on Peacock. I was going to watch it yesterday, actually. You should. And I ended up watching something else. But no, yeah. I'm going to check it out. It's so wonderful, man. I I, I watch it like every day because with Grayson yeah. and he's obsessed with it. And uh, rightfully so. It's, it's so fucking good. It really is. I have no problem watching it over and over and over again. It's, it's great. All right. Well, the next time we record, I will have seen it. All right. And maybe I maybe I'll have watched it like three or four times. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Before. You never know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Swarm, and I don't know what else. Um, I hear Donald Trump might get arrested next week. Finally, we'll, we'll 
Keep our fingers crossed. I will believe it. Believe that would it happen? Yeah, me too. He has some uh, kind of never magical power that uh, allows him to never get in trouble and also somehow stay uh, healthy-ish and keep going. I don't know how he does it. It's just fueled I, I on an idea. hate and white supremacy, and it <laughs> just keeps it going. Anyway. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> rate and review on iTunes. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. There's links to all of our stuff. If you want to see me on YouTube, uh, at Boring Gear Reviews, and uh, that'll do it. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's good to talk to you, man. So I good you, to dog. see you too, man. I'm glad you're oh, feeling hey, better. Oh, hey, hey. Jesse. Jesse Carter is going to be in town. What? When? Yeah. Uh, I'm bringing it up right now. Da, 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 da. So he will be here. Uh, he'll be in California the 9th of April. And he'll be here from the 9th to the 14th. He's going to be near uh, Orange County. Him and his family going to Disneyland and see family. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, make make plans to hang out with them. And if you're available or free, let me know. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. please do. Please do. All right. Yeah, well, sweet. Shout out to our boy Jesse from the Pro Wrestling Shoot. He's going to be visiting California. All right. You know, I got to gotta do our best to, you know, see that cat. Yeah. Plus, if I see you, I can give you the, his shirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You many, many months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cool. That sounds yeah. good. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. And right. uh, see you next week. All right. Peace. Peace. The Bombcast.